for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Welcome to Living Life. Uh, as a pastor, uh, one of the most uh, largest dangers that we're facing today that I've noticed is actually the boldness of cults and false religions uh, adopting the Christian name and luring people to them. You know, it feels like this world is becoming more pluralistic, uh, that many people believe that there are all these different truths, and it doesn't matter which one that you follow that will lead you to God. But that's such a great danger that we face today that we've got to understand that none of that is true. And this world is filled not only with physical dangers, but these spiritual dangers as well. And just because we are innocent doesn't mean that these attacks, these dangerous things will stop coming our way. And that's why it's most important for us to actually know the Word of God. The Word of God that we're reading today, the actual Word of God, and to be able to rely on it, and to be able to rely on our Father. And that's the heart of today's psalm that we're reading today. So with a very alert and very sober mind, especially on this very glorious Sunday, let's all read today's psalm together. Psalm chapter 17, verses 1 through 15. Hear me, Lord, my plea is just. Listen to my cry. Hear my prayer, it does not rise from deceitful lips. Let my vindication come from you. May your eyes see what is right. Though you probe my heart, though you examine me at night and test me, you will find that I have planned no evil. My mouth has not transgressed. Though people try to bribe me, I have kept myself from the ways of the violent through what your lips have commanded. My steps have held to your paths, my feet have not stumbled. I call on you, my God, for you will answer me. Turn your ear to me and hear my prayer. Show me the wonders of your great love, you who save by your right hand those who take refuge in you from their foes. Keep me as the apple of your eye, hide me in the shadow of your wings from the wicked who are out to destroy me from my mortal enemies who surround me. They close up their callous hearts, and their mouths speak with arrogance. They have tracked me down. They now surround me with eyes alert to throw me to the ground. They are like a lion hungry for prey, like a fierce lion crouching in cover. Rise up, Lord. Confront them. Bring them down. With your sword, rescue me from the wicked. By your hand, save me from such people, Lord, from those of this world whose reward is in this life. May what you have stored up for the wicked fill their bellies. May their children gorge themselves on it, and may there be leftovers for their little ones. As for me, I will be vindicated and will see your face. When I awake, I will be satisfied with seeing your likeness. Today's psalm is another psalm of David. It's actually his plea uh, to gain deliverance uh, from attacks of enemies who seek to ravage him, uh, ravage him like wild beasts. 
You know, the first couple of verses, there's all about this plea. He says, hear me, Lord, my plea is just. Listen to my cry. Hear my prayer. It does not rise from deceitful lips. Let my vindication comfort you. May your eyes see what is right. And he goes on with this plea. He's saying that even though that he is attempted and attacked, that he remains true to God, that he remains innocent and guiltless. And the only way that this is possible is because he follows the word of God. He says, through what your lips have commanded, I have kept truth. I have kept grounded in the word and I've been able to live this innocent life. So the question that I want to ask everyone here today is your life grounded in the word of God. Is the word of God Is it something that you're constantly meditating on, constantly studying, constantly following in your life? You know, the Word of God is a very special revelation. That's what we like to say. Is God revealed to us through this Word, through the Word that He has given us by His grace and love. It's the literal Word of God meant not only to instruct us, but to actually sustain our faith as well. That is always true and is always good because it is the Word of God. You see, without it, it's very easy for us to fall into the trappings of this world. And David knew this, and that's why David said, I did what you commanded from your lips. And that's the only way he could claim innocence against his enemies' attacks and temptations. You know, when we are out in this world, uh, we tend to like to live according to the standards of this world. But if you do that, if you follow the ways of this world, if you follow our standard, my own satisfaction, Well, that's going to only lead to more frustration and more sin. You know, it's the wise words of the author of Ecclesiastes that says, meaningless, meaningless, everything is meaningless. It's true. If you follow the ways of this world, everything is meaningless. Everything is fleeting. Nothing is true except the word of God. That's why we need to seek the word of God. In verse 15, it says, as for me, I will be vindicated and see your face when I awake I will be satisfied with seeing your likeness. It means that we need to seek God and we need to seek his face. Now, what does it mean for us to seek his face? Does it mean for us to literally look around and look for God's face? Maybe, actually. Uh, But more than that, it means to seek him earnestly. That in all that we do, we're looking for him. We're seeking him. We're seeking to not only find him there, but to be able to follow him and submit to his ways. You know, if you look at scripture, God's face, his countenance could be a blessing or a means of judgment. You know, when he makes his face shine upon us, well, that's a blessing. That's actually the greatest blessing that we could receive. But when he removes his face, that means that judgment is coming. That means he's not looking out for us at all. He's allowing us to just live and linger in our sin. And that's the greatest judgment that we could probably receive. You know, there's a difference between the psalmist and the ones that want to attack him. You know, the psalmist, he lives a life of integrity. Day and night in thought, he's thinking about uh, the word of God, and he's following God, and he's seeking God in everything that he does. You know, every day, every moment in his word, his speech, his deed, he's seeking the word of God and seeking his face. And that's the model for us that we need to live. And that's such a great challenge for us living here today. You know, we 
tend to just kind of be so busy with our lives, especially in this modern times, right? There's just so many different things that's going on. We're inundated constantly, left and right, every second very differently. So it's very easy for us to divide the contents of our lives. You know, our workplace is here, our family life is here, our friends are over there, our social life is over there, politics is over there, whatever. We just kind of like to divide so we could kind of take care of everything. But the problem is we do that with our faith as well. We separate our faith from the rest of our lives, and that we cannot do because our faith can never be just one part of our lives. It has to be part of every different compartment. Even though we separate the rest of our lives, we should never do that with faith. We can't really pull God away from everything, anything else. We need to have God everywhere. He needs to be part of our families. He needs to be part of our relationships. He needs to be part of our work, our thoughts, our beliefs, everything. And when he does not do that, when we don't allow God to be part of our lives in that way, then the problems will arise. So I want to challenge everyone here today. Where in your life is God not present? Or where in your life are you not seeking his word and seeking his face? I'm pretty sure at church we do that. Maybe in our QTs we do that. When we listen to Christian music, we seek him. But where in your life today, where in your life are you not seeking him? Are you not seeking his face? The psalmist ends uh, by making this confession. He says, ask for me, I will be vindicated and will see your face. When I awake, I will be satisfied with seeing your likeness. Uh, what a beautiful confession, one that is full of confidence that God will save him in all situations. And I don't know what's going on in your lives today. It might be very difficult. It might be very easy. Whatever it is, you might be getting attacked the same way David is. But I pray that everyone here today will have that confidence, the same one that David did today, uh, to believe that God will vindicate us and God will save us no matter what. Let's all pray together. Uh, dear Lord, we thank you for once again giving us these words, giving us this beautiful prayer. Pray, Lord Father God, that in all that we do, that we are able to seek you and be able to seek your face. We pray that your presence be known in our lives and we're able to completely submit to you. Uh, whether our lives are full of joy or full of despair, whether everything is easy or very difficult, no matter what, help us to constantly trust in you and you alone, Lord. Lord, we thank you for this word and we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a further and stepping in closer, see Jesus.